0: Hey, what's up everybody? This is Brandon Woodruff. Welcome to the Pastors Getting Fit podcast. Um, Today, uh, I have a compilation of the last two live Q&As I did uh, here, um, answered all kinds of different questions. So hopefully you get some good um, value out of this. Uh, Three things really quick. Uh, Number one, um, just check out our Facebook group, same name, Pastors Getting Fit. Uh, if you'd like a community of pastors to be a part of that are uh, also all pursuing their fitness goals. Uh, Number two, if you enjoy uh, these episodes and, and, Are finding them helpful. If you would share them with somebody else, that would just be incredibly helpful uh, to me as far as getting it out there and continuing my mission of helping pastors take charge of their fitness. And number three, I am an online fitness coach. I work with people all over the country. So if you hear this and you're feeling uh, like you're just really stuck, um, whether that's at the beginning, not knowing how to get started or struggling with motivation or feeling like you've tried everything, whatever it is, uh, just shoot me a text at 251-635-8055. I'm not going to um, do like weird scammy uh, sales tactics or anything like that on you. I'm just going to have a conversation with you uh, and see how I can help. And if that turns into me coaching you, uh, cool. And if it turns into me just pointing you in the right direction, uh, cool as well. So anyway, hope you enjoy this episode. Let me know what you think. hey what's up everybody trying out this uh this oh yeah it's on the other side trying out this headset here um i realize i kind of look like a work in a call center but um hopefully the the audio is a little better so um i uh i just wanted to um start off uh doing the q a here with a few questions just like always um and if you've got other questions please do um please do drop them in the comments there and I'm happy to answer any fitness questions possible uh, or any any that you have rather. All right, so I'm um, going to tackle a couple of uh, questions I've had uh, previously um, over the past uh, several days um, to start it off and if anybody has any other questions, uh, fitness questions, um, just drop them there and I will answer. All right, so to begin with, um, one of the biggest questions I get um, that I struggle to answer is like, how can I, how can people ask, like, how can I stay motivated or how can I get motivated um, to pursue fitness and everything? And I think that, like, up until recently, up until very recently, that's been a question that has really stumped me. Like, you can ask, you know, about workout programs and, and nutrition and rest and um, supplements and just about anything else, um, just about anything else that you can come up with. And I can give you like a a decent answer. um, But motivation like it's one of the things that I cannot externally help with that much you know what I mean I can hold you accountable I can point you in the right direction as to what you should be doing um, I can uh, be there to to um, adjust things help you adjust things when what you're doing stops working like I can help you in a lot of ways but actually motivating you when you were like coming home from work Or, like, getting up in the morning or whatever, that's not something that even if I'm standing beside you, I can't motivate you. You know what I mean? Um, So, what I have kind of established and kind of come up with over just the past week um, that I would, that I would, that I'm going to answer that question with from now on of like, how do I get motivated or stay motivated? um, Is what I like to call the baseline bonus system okay so this is something i kind of just came up with it's not very uh i wish i came up with like a more creative name than that but that's just like what i'm what i'm calling it so like what this is is you know most people they have days where they're of high motivation and they have days of low motivation and those you know it could be a week and then a a few days of each you know what i mean but I, i think that um if what i like to what i'd like to suggest is like finding a baseline What's something that you can do every single day, whether you are super motivated or whether you have zero motivation, what is something you can do? Not something, not something you can do, but something you will do. Right? So like, um, think about yourself kind of at your lowest point, you're exhausted after a hard day of work. Um, you're very, very likely to not do what you've committed to do. What's something that even in that moment you can, you, you will do, it might be, and, and nothing's off limits there, right? It could be a five minute walk. Um, it could be um, it could be having a like having a salad uh, for dinner it could be um, having another serving of protein that's gonna help you be more full and recover better from workouts it could be any little things doesn't have to be something crazy you know make a make a baseline something that you know you can do every single day and you'd be amazed you will be amazed at how quickly um, you will start to gain some confidence to do other things when you see yourself doing something consistently every day, even if other people perceive it as small as, as a small thing. Who cares what they think? It's working for you. So do that. Um, then the bonus piece is for the days that you have really high motivation. You know, you're waking up and you got a good night's sleep or, you know, you're feeling good, whatever it is. You watch the show that got you pumped to work out, like whatever it is. There are these things, you know, have, have things that are like a bonus for those days. So maybe maybe your baseline is I'm going to do a, a short body weight workout at home. Maybe the bonus, though, for a workout thing is I'm going to hit the gym that day and do some core, some core exercises. You know what I mean? So it, this baseline bonus system I think is the best way to tackle um, – fluctuating motivation. Because if you just wait and try to ride the waves of motivation, you know, um, you're gonna get really high and then you're gonna crash, you know, often. And that's gonna be your whole life. But if you can find a strategy that's like, you can do this, this baseline thing every day, regardless of how low your motivation is, it's that simple and easy to do. And that'll be different for everybody. Um, and then you've got these bonus things that are selected for you to do that you've selected for yourself to do like on the days where you do have that extra motivation. That's a, that's how I'm going to start answering the motivation question. And I think that uh, I think that that would be really wise to implement. Um, the second thing I wanted to tackle real quick is rest times. Um, I did a post about this this week and I've had uh, a lot of like um, uh, feedback and thoughts and questions about it. Uh, basically the premise of the post was you're probably not like if, if, if a goal of yours is strength and or muscle gain, Um, regardless of whether you're trying to lose uh, weight and uh, body fat or whether you're trying to gain uh, muscle, whatever it is, if strength is a piece of your goal, uh, being stronger and having – like if you're losing weight, when you get down to the body fat percentage you want, like looking how you want, whatever it is, um, if strength is a piece of your goal, you don't need to rush your rest time. So when I say that, um, most people will go in, even with big lifts like a deadlift or a squat, they'll go in and they'll do – um, they'll do a set and they'll crank through that set and fly through it like it's nothing. And then they'll rest maybe a minute um, and then jump right back in and do another set, crank through those like it's nothing. And they'll do that for all their sets across. And what I will tell you right now is that if you're able to do that, you might be working on some, you might, you're burning some calories, you're getting some cardio in, you might even be building some muscular endurance depending on how many reps you're doing. But you are not getting stronger if you can blaze through it like that. And if you are pushing yourself enough on the sets and that last rep is pretty challenging, you're going to need to extend your rest times a bit. Okay. And so I put something in the post about how sometimes I've rested for seven minutes between deadlift sets. That's not for everybody. That's what I have found for myself. Um, if I'm going in there and I'm doing heavy sets of three and when I say sets of three, I mean, I can only pull that three times. I cannot do it a fourth. I cannot do it half of a fourth. I can do it three times. If I'm doing three sets of that, Sometimes for deadlifts, I will rest seven minutes because i found that that's where I'm going to be able to go in there and get those other three reps. Um, And if that means that I can't do my bicep curls at the end um, or my ab work at the end, Um, I am willing to either do that at a different time or throw those out all together in order to to keep pushing up on the lifts that I know are going to benefit me the most with overall strength and muscle. Um, so that's, that's what I meant by that. Um, again, if you can blaze through them, you're not really getting stronger. You're not really going to build a lot of muscle. Um, all right, let's see, Eric, what's up, man? Um, what's the difference between high rep, low weight, between high rep, low weight and low rep, high weight. Uh, well, I mean, it, it depends what we're talking about here. So like, um, Typically, like the the advice you'll hear most of the time for when you when if if you were to ask that question is um, the high rep low weight is for like mass hypert- hypertrophy is like the the term that you'll hear thrown out is like basically just means gaining muscle, um, and then uh, the lower rep higher weight is more for strength, right? Not necessarily for muscle. Um, and to a degree, I do agree with that. Um, once you've gotten past some of those beginner uh, that beginner stage uh, of working out, so let's say that you have not been working out and you go in and you're doing, uh, you know, as I mean, as you and I are doing right now, you're gonna do you're gonna do um, lower lower reps with higher weight because that's where you're gonna gain an overall foundation of strength and you're gonna get a good bit of muscle coming with that too because you're you're untrained technically or you you're lightly trained you haven't been like lifting heavy um, for a long time. Uh, so basically you go in there, you do that. You're going to start out with those sets of five, um, four to six rep range. That's where you're going to get both muscle and strength gain. Once you get past that, which is different for everybody, depending on genetics and especially age and gender. Unfortunately, if you're a, if you're female or you're older, um, you are, you don't have as much testosterone, so you're not going to, you're not going to see that, those gains as quickly as somebody who's younger, um, or male, unfortunately. So uh, I think that, um, when you are doing that, you'll see different people are going to see it quicker, but like generally like a three to six months is going to be those newbie gains, those beginner gains, uh, where you can kind of do both things. That was me swiping spiderweb, uh, those, uh, where you can kind of like do, Get gain muscle and strength at the same time. And then once you get to a certain point, once you get past those like beginner gains, that's when you get to a place where you're going to have to kind of choose. You know what I mean? So like, am I going to prioritize getting stronger? Am I going to prioritize getting bigger? You know what I mean? And so like for a lot of time, a, and and you'll always be able to do both simultaneously. It's just that it, the, the degree to which you can do that lessen significantly like a lot from when you first jump into it so it's it's almost it's like that that point of diminishing returns like that first three to six months both are going well and then at at some point you're going to have to be like okay do i care more about getting stronger do i care more about getting bigger because if you're going to get bigger if you want if you want to get stronger you're always going to have some element of lower rep training heavy weight training into your in your in your program otherwise you're going to lose strength um If you are more concerned with getting bigger, I would still suggest that you, that you keep some of the lower rep stuff in there. Um, but then you are going to want to drop the weight so that you can do some higher rep training so that you can really push to failure, um, and get yourself to a point where you're growing muscle more. So like, um, for instance, like my training right now, like for the longest time, I've just focused on strength right now. I'm focusing, um, Trying to get maintain and grow my strength slightly while getting a little bit bigger because I haven't done that in years and I want to do it again. So right now I go in and I'll do I, I have four days that I train and I do um, like one of those days. Each of those days is a major lift, so deadlift, squat, bench, overhead press, and so I do heavy sets. Um, I do kind of like a like a five three one split, which I won't get into what all that is, but it's basically heavy. It's low weight or it's hip, high weight, low rep. Compare uh, and then after that I'm doing some. Um, some lower weight lower weight with higher rep. And what I'll say about that though is, I'm not gonna go off on too much of a tangent here, but when you see people go in and do the low rate high, wet, high rep, sometimes, often, you'll see them still, again, just like I said with the rest times a minute ago, just be able to breeze through that like it's nothing. If you are able to go in there, let's say you're going for 12 reps for three sets on bicep curls. If you're able to go in there and just crank out three sets of 12 reps and walk out, you are not really doing much. Like you should probably be able to get 12 reps on that first set, 11 reps on the next set, maybe eight reps, nine reps, ten reps on the next on the last set because that's that's pushing to failure. If you're breathing breathing through it, um, again, if you're on the beginner stage, anything you do is going to help. Um, but once you're past that, it's not going to help that much. So that's what I would say. Um, it, there's there is no point in doing high rep low weight training until you uh, have established a solid baseline of strength and you do that. With low rep, high weight training. So, hope that answers your question. If not, let me know. Great, Gray Jackson, what's up, man? It's been a while. What's your thoughts on the new Star Wars trailer? <laughs> Besides that, I hope you're doing well, dude. Okay, so this is—it's not a fitness question, but I've got—I cannot resist but answer this question. Um, so, um, I like the trailer, dude. I like it a lot. I thought that it was—I thought that it was very well put together and made me excited for the movie without giving anything really away which was awesome to me I, I hate it when a, I think some some people think that something's been given away but I don't think it has you know what I mean uh so I think that if I think I like the trailer a lot I feel like it did a great job of getting me excited and even a little emotional for the movie without spoiling anything or just feeling like it's just this big like you know all the high spots of the movie. You know what I mean. I feel like it was just cut to the movie. Here's what's going to be in here. Who's who? Here is who is going to be in here. Your thought. You know, Palpatine is very much part of this. That's you know confirmed at this point. Um, but the, the whole thing with like with Kylo and with Ray and um, I, I think there's so much that like people think they know that they don't know. So I'm excited to see how it pans out, man. That that trailer uh, really uh, the last Jedi took me down a few notches. I saw it again and was able to 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 like it more. Um, but this trailer has got me pumped, man, pumped for, uh, what's going to happen with Star Wars. All right. Let's see. Anybody have any other questions? I am happy to answer. And if you see this later, uh, feel free to comment and shoot me a uh, comment or shoot me a message. And I'm happy to reply there too. So let's see. Yeah. Let me know if any of the, 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 answers I gave you left anything, um, to be desired and I'll, I'll be happy to try to fill in the gaps. All right, happy Wednesday, everybody. Hope you're having a great one. Hey, what's up, everybody? I just thought I would uh, jump on here and do the live Q&A, just like I've been doing every week, Uh, no differences or anything. Um, So I wanted to uh, address some questions that we've had uh, that I've taken over the the past few uh, hours. And if you have a question that you would like to have answered, just comment it, and I'm happy to to address that here. Um, So the first question that I had, Let's see that I took earlier. Um, if you can't fit in a workout, Christy said, if you can't fit in a workout regularly, are uh, small workouts throughout the day is still still effective? Um, like if you have five spare minutes and do a quick workout, will you see any real progress? Uh, the way I would answer that would just basically be, I mean, <clears throat> anything, even five minutes a day is better than nothing, right? So like if you are, if you are in a, a situation where you know you've got Uh, all kind of stuff going on in life and you literally most people can find the time they say that they don't have the time but they're able to find the time but every now and then uh, there is somebody who legitimately like they can find maybe five or ten minute pockets of time (laughs) Uh, because like life is so crazy and they're you know they're a a stay-at-home mom or they're whatever it is they've got a full completely full schedule um, and they can only find little gaps of time like that and when that's the case I would definitely say to do Five-minute, ten-minute workouts where you can. What I would say, if you're doing that, is you need to make sure that you are focusing on the exercises that are going to give you the most bang for your buck, uh, the biggest return on your time and energy. So, you know, if all if all you have to start out with is body weight, um, do uh, do things like uh, like push-ups. Like um, even if you have to start with the beginner push-ups, do things uh, like squats. Do those kind of things. Um, and I, this, I won't go into all the detail of it here. For some reason, I'm having trouble breathing. Uh, but <clears throat> I won't go into all the detail of it here. It's something we can talk about more offline. But basically, uh, as long as you are, as long as you're sticking to the basics, you're going to get um, some results. Of course, the results aren't going to be as quick as if you're somebody who's in there doing multiple hours, uh, you know, uh, an hour session three, four, five times a week. Uh, but progress is progress, and you want to, you want to get more. Uh, you want to get more activity in than you are now, that's one way to do it. One other thing I'd throw in there, aside from making sure you focus that time on on the core exercises, is to get some equipment as soon as you can. Uh, if you're patient with it, even if money is a, an issue um, or space is an issue, but even if money is an issue, you can, if you just are patient with Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist, you can find stuff for cheap or literally free uh, that can help you to be able to add weight and make the exercises more effective. So that's how I'd answer that. Let's see here, the second question I had, and again, what's up Steve, Ken, Steven, if if anybody has any questions, feel free to comment and I'm here to answer. Let's see, the second thing, second and last question that I I took beforehand, having trouble seeing here. Uh, Jim McNeil, uh, he says, more of a diet question, is there a potential for ketosis to cause kidney issues in the long term? Uh, So this is one of those things, um this it lies somewhere between somewhere between myth and theory i would say uh first of all I'll, pre- I'll preface this by saying i am not a doctor um i have not done medical research all i can do is read other people's studies you know what i mean uh so what i will say i have, i have not come across and any the, even the times i've looked for it i have not seen any kind of study that actually says um ketosis can cause kidney damage directly. So um, I know I've I've talked about it before, but if if anybody who's not aware, uh, ketosis basically just means in the absence of carbs, um, your body is going to go to your fat stores um, for energy. So there are all kinds of things, I won't get into all the details of this, but basically like your body produces something called ketones. Those, there are two different kind of like things that people will say. that would say that the ketogenic diet can, can lead to, can lead to like kidney damage. Um, number one is that some people will say that like the ketones themselves can cause that. Um, I again have not seen any realistic or any, any credible or large studies or anything done on this. Um, the second one and the one you'll hear more commonly, even talking about things outside of the keto diet is, um, protein. People will say like your protein, If you eat too much protein, it's going to hurt your kidneys and things like that. Um, Again, there have been no studies that have confirmed that that's the case. There, if somebody on healthy adults and healthy healthy people, if if you get to a place where you are somebody who has kidney damage, now it is recommended that you avoid a crazy high protein diet, but for for different reasons, basically like the protein, like it, it has to do with like nitrogen and your kidneys having to work harder and things like that. But and As a rule, I mean, keto diet, the reason it relates to that is because generally, you know, if you're cutting out carbs, you're going to replace it with proteins and fats. And so going to a higher protein diet, people say may may lead to kidney damage. I think that probably where this started, this this thought, oh, my battery's about to die, so I'm going to wrap this up. Where this this thought process started is, um, there have been some doctors out there who have said that once the keto diet became more popular, they started seeing more cases of kidney damage, kidney failure. Um, does that mean that it's related? I don't know. So I mean, I would say just be careful with it. If you start to notice any symptoms or anything going on that you're not uh, comfortable with, then uh, go get that checked out. But for the most part I would say it's not something you need to worry too much about. Um, the question I would be asking instead is why you're doing the ketogenic diet in the first place. All right, so not that you shouldn't do it, just why are you doing it? All right, does anybody have any other questions before I wrap this up? Uh, Steve says, why are your face looks so different? uh talk about that offline dude all right so if anybody has any questions feel free to uh drop them there in the comments and i will answer later happy wednesday everybody Hey, hey, quick reminder uh, Pastors Getting Fit Facebook page. If you'd like a little free community there, uh, people on the journey with you, um, review this wherever you listen to podcasts and maybe share it with another pastor who you think um, might benefit from it um, in a loving way, of course. And, uh, If you think you might be interested in online coaching, somebody to to kind of help you uh, figure out what to do and help you stick to it, uh, 251-635-8055. That's my number. Uh, Shoot me a text. We'll set up a time to call. Um, Yeah, hope you have a good day. Hope you enjoyed this episode.